G'day Wing fans, thanks for tuning in for another episode deep in final season. Just a heads up, we have a chat to six guests on this podcast this week and it goes for a little longer than what we were hoping. So what we've decided to do is split it into two episodes. The first one coming up is the first half of the show where we have a chat to the SFL coaches Michael Cassidy of Linders Farm and Thor Boscott from Signet. Let's take it away with part one. You're listening to Wyatt on the Wing with thanks to Van Diemen Brewing, your local beer this footy season. Wilderness, the mute button's off, mate. We are back after another huge weekend of local footy. Ah, this week we're going to light up the live stream in our overdressed and under-impressive NTFA BNF performance. Mate, Interview City, well, let's just say it is Interview City, where we wander down Main Street of Football Town and speak to this week's grand finalists from the south, the north, and the northwest. We lodge a missing persons report for Derek and and Omol. I find a little piece of correspondence that you tried to keep hidden. And you renege on a little tattoo deal that we had. All that and more coming up. Ah, uh, I'm, I'm, got pre- a, I'm got pretty a- sure I won the tattoo bet. Oh, we'll get to that. Right. I just got to apologise. I am yeah. horse. Well, I got to. I got to apologise for the amount of stuff ups I made in the interviews <laughs> later on in this episode. You were. I don't know what's going on. I've had a bit. Bi- I've had a big day. Uh, lots of driving. Lots of golf. Well, you better have a beer then. Yeah. All right. Oh, that Ooh, one's a hard one to open. Mm, uh, yes, I've got to apologise for my voice. I did a lot of yelling on Saturday and on the back of a cold. I've just It goes through yeah. waves. Two uh, hours good, two you had a, hours You've bad. had a test, COVID test? I did have a test. I tested myself twice in three days. Oh, just checking. I did get the car. Both in. of them were positive. <laughs> yeah, okay, perfect. Positively negative or... I don't know. Anyway. Um, if you don't test, you can't test positive. Well, that's, exa- that's exactly right, <laughs> That's mate. what football clubs that's, are doing at this a, time of year, That's isn't exactly it? right. Now- Keep the community safe. We, um, You're going to talk about the, the tattoo, but I, I want- Is that something going on? You're going to dive into that later on? Because, I'm well, going to dive into that later on, the, yes. And we cover it off, mate. That. So we can do that. So how's your day? How's your, how's your weekend? How's your day? What have you been up to? Well, I don't really care about what my Monday was like. It's more what the weekend I've, was I've like. Had, I've had a great Monday. Uh, weekend was good because yep. uh, without um, – I know we're a local football thing, but how good were the AFL games? They were absolute belters. And Starting chat, off with the Mighty Lions. I had a chat to a um, – a Carlton fan this afternoon who we hadn't debriefed uh, and we did You guys that. weren't in the finals, No, mate. but it's, as a Carlton fan, it's actually quite nice watching it um, as a neutral supporter. What do you mean? You've watched, the finals, think... as, you've watched the finals as a neutral supporter for Yeah, I know. That's what, so it's years, really comfortable. It? <laughs> uh, no, and it's not that long. But I don't know if, as a Carlton supporter, I don't know how we would have gone if we'd lost <laughs> one of those ones. Uh, yeah. It's nice feeling like a Richmond supporter. Well, it was good, good that, um, yeah, both, well, one of my... <laughs> Teams got a win on the weekend. The Lions. It was a 
heart stopper on Thursday night. I but don't know uh, if they deserved the win in the end. Oh, it was a clear behind. It was a clear behind. A clear it was like, behind. It was like Sav Rocker's a behind, clear behind or Anthony Rocker's behind in the two thousand and two grand final. That what, one would have been. Talk us through that one. It was the one that he they he kicked the same thing. Actually, it'd be interesting to retrospectively get lasers. The, the arc it's on all it. about lasers now. No, it's, it's not. It's about letting about the, lasers. I'm actually with Dimmer Hardwick. Let the umpires just make a decision. You know, like, do you reckon we go back to? Uh, take the technology away. Yep. How Is about this, this? A deep dive. Uh, how about this? Take the technology away and just put in two goal umpires, so that when you have a, a kick for goal, you have one goal umpire on the left post. You've got the you've got the boundary riders who have got the point post. Then you've got one on each goal post, and then they can sit underneath and to the best of their ability make a decision. Because I think the issue, and I've done a lot of goal umpiring my time. I think the issue is when you've got to move and you you know you got to dodge players and and you you're moving. But if you sit over that point post and can look up and say it's pointed behind or it hits it, then I think that would help. Right. Or my other option is get the goals and point posts and make them 150 meters high and then you won't be able to kick over it. I'm going to pull you up on the get two goal umpires cuz doesn't that just create more issue whereby and you said yourself, you've done a lot of goal umpiring. You're confident to make a call on something yourself without having to uh, liaise with someone else. The yep. moment you bring more people in, the discussion starts as, oh, well, I thought it was a point. Well, I thought it was a goal. Yeah, what- but aren't they, aren't they discussing that anyway with the field umpires? They're, if, they're, if they're not sure, they're discussing with the field well, umpires. Let's I- get – hold on. Let's get to – let's get those both point there because if it goes through the middle, if you look and you're like through a little nod, yep, and you've got the main one who does all the signalling. But the, the only issue is when you're, you're near the point post. So if you're guarding that point post and you're, or the, the one post and you're looking at it and you can see whether it snicks it, hits it, goes over the top, I just reckon but I think that's an where, easy solution. That's where, those, that's where these close decisions have not passed the pub test is because the goal umpire, especially that um, the uh, Tom Lynch one, he's indicated as goal but then it's gone back and they've obviously changed it to a point in not the greatest um, proof. But, so mm. so what we're saying is he's made that call but then doubted it and stuff. Yeah. So let's back the umpire uh, abs- in. Absolutely, back him in. But I just, reckon if, I just reckon if you're sitting under that post and looking up, you're going to be able to tell whether it's a point or a goal. So anyway. Just kick the goal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the other just one. Just so. Tom Lynch kicked the goal. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, it, was, so it yeah, was a good so weekend. It of, was a good yeah, weekend of finals. Uh, it was a not the greatest weekend for us as supporters of local football. Anyway, don't worry about uh, that. Yeah. No. We, nah, look, local footy had some had some grand finalists and some uh, good teams won, and you know that's that's the way footy is. Uh, kick, got to kick some goals. But um, how you know, good was the weather? On was, the weekend, I actually got, I got, I got the so tan up. I, did you, the, you? I saw you. You had the. I had sun cream. Hawa- no, you didn't. Yes, I did. You had the Hawaiian oil on. I saw you rubbing your legs as you were running out there. No, that you was had the, the Hawaiian. That oil. was the rock, uh, rock, rock tape, rock tape juice, whatever it rock, was. Rock tape juice. Was, Hello. Oh, I don't know what it was. It um, might have put a little bit too high on the groin. Though. I, had a, I had a mate once that accidentally put deep heat. A little bit too high on the groin. Well, that was sort of half there yeah. on Saturday. Yeah. No, the last thing I grabbed before I walked into Utah's on Saturday was um, sunscreen from the car. Ab- absolute um, belter. Door. 
I couldn't. Not uh, a breath I, of wind either. No, I couldn't stand to sit on the um, on the western side of the grandstand. So I was on the far eastern side, and the sun was just belting in, and I actually got a little bit of colour. It was good. So, <laughs> um, yeah. tubes. Asked whether anywhere other than North Hobart looked better this weekend. God, I sound awful. You do. I'm a, I kind yeah. of apologise. And I, I, like, saw I, a, like, I like your response, I, Boris. There was a photo that came out of Devonport Oval How? and we we oh. asked for groundsmen to do their job to uh, the best of their ability. They were listening. The photo, and we'll put it up on the socials again, was a circular mode pattern, alternate um, Colours, strips. strips, yep. On Devonport Oval, and it looked an absolute picture. It it's did. A pity they're not playing the grand final there this weekend. That'll be Latrobe, so it sets the standard pretty high. There's a bit of rain forecast mm, Thursday, maybe into Friday. Space. Watch this Maybe space. a late cut Friday afternoon. Maybe. Well, I'll tell you. Saturday morning cut. Coming up shortly, we speak to Michael Cassidy from the Lindisfarne Footy Club and his counterpart for the big dance from Signet, Thor Boscott. I tell you what was also in good, um, Nick, was Georgetown Oval on the weekend. There's a bit of conjecture about whether they sh- should be hosting the final so far away from... I thought from- you were going to say whether they cut it cr- crisscross or... No, <laughs> no, 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 no. But uh, the ground was in great, Nick. No sandy patches that had to be filled in. It was mowed. It had been rolled, twi- rolled. rolled twice during the week. Cut fresh on the Friday. It was in pristine condition. They were humming up there at... At Georgetown. Blue Gum Park. Heard they had the busiest canteen day they've ever had up there. Yeah, okay. Right. A little bit of controversy. It wasn't without its controversy, the games that were up there, or one game in particular, but won't go there, Jonesy. Um, Well, while we're into it, while we're into the NTFA. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, excellent. Good mates. Thanks for it. We did host- uh, did. A portion of the their best and fairest live we, stream we did, yesterday. And then, and then presented one of the awards. Thanks to um, Rick Fontaine for stitching us up. Told oh, us it was what black tie. A, what a stitch up. So he, so he sends us a text message. It's like, hey, boys, we'd love to have you on to help present the best and fairest and the teams of the year. Black tie event. Um, make sure you, you know, come prepared. So we, we got dressed up to the nines. Walking and, through town, middle of Launceston. Yeah, couldn't find a park. So we walked for about... Two and a half K to the studio. We're thinking this is a bit odd. Black tie event in his studio, and there we were, stitch up on TV. So anyway, I think our performance put him to shame. No, yeah, so anyway, they've got. Have we, um, have we been asked back to do the but premiere? In TFA, they didn't let kids on the ground on grand final day. Now, was it the NTFA or was it the Launceston City Council? I don't care who it was. I was told it was the Launceston City Council, and it got put to a vote. And there was only not not many of the councillors al- voted to allow people on the ground. Well, thank God we got Travesty. local elections. I reckon we need to call for that. We we might put that on the to do list to find out who voted for and against kids Ab- going on the ground. Absolutely, is that sort of stuff public? It should be. That was it. Will be. That was ridiculous. We'll get Derek on to it when we find it. Like let the you know it's grand final week. Let the. Uh, let the, the kids you know, are walking the kids, around, oh. bouncing footballs and stuff. They spread out better on the ground. Yeah. Like, God, they're only 20-odd kilos, the kids. Mm. Some of them a bit bigger, but yeah. Um, Mad Monday kits. We're yeah. starting to see a bit coming out. Yeah. I've seen I – I've made notes. I haven't seen individual um, ones because I think it's a bit rich to be picking out individual ones. Yeah. But some of the themes I've noted yeah. – um, one of the, I've got four here. Uh, you'll agree, 
the Squid Game. Yeah, the Hutchins. coming out of the Hutchins. Yeah, boys. the Hutchins team, the Squid Games so costume I it was pretty good. That was I really saw good. a club doing a Mexican theme. Excellent. A few burritos, Excellent. tacos. Um, Didn't mind that. Bottles seen, of tequila. Seen the circus theme. Did you have circus, that one on there? I did circus. Have that one. I thought that was good. But the best one I saw, and it wasn't from Tassie, it was from Interstate. Farmer wants a wife. <laughs> Which I reckon that Tassie, Tassie- Someone in Tassie, we'd do that well. That'd we be an OD, well. ODFA theme, I reckon. Yeah. Farm, farm, farm wants a wife. Farm I wants a wife. There, were, there was a disproportionate amount of males dressed up as- Females. Females. So I don't uh, know- Hold on. Hold on. I do you, do you I have do an have issue a tra- with that? I do, have a tra- got- no, I do have a track record of going <laughs> as a female. But I want to know uh, whether it was a dip into the hat of who the five <laughs> blokes were. And then everyone else had to come as females. So, <laughs> hey, uh, I've got a question for you, mate. What do we need to get the blue tick on our social media profiles? Uh, I don't know because I think we're we're starting momentum, starting to gather. I it's my wife's birthday today. It's your mum's birthday, so happy birthday to to Pip and Wives and mothers. Um, anyways, so I took Anne. She's been getting into golf, so we took the annual leave day today, and we went up to Barnboogle. Took her for a round of- We do have round golf of, on the things we don't talk about, uh, Liz. I, I, yeah, but wife's on there, so not on there. I took her out for Should a quick- Should we add that? <laughs> wives. And mothers? They don't listen, so it doesn't matter. I took her out for a quick round of golf up at the Boogle Run, Barn Boogle, great sponsors of the show. That'd be good. Um, <laughs> anyway, so I took her up there. Anyway, we went up to a little lunch before uh, after the round. Hang on, where's this going? I, I got up there. We ordered a couple of coffees, and the waitress said to me- um, Excuse me, are, are you one of the guys from way out in the wing that presented the NTJFA Awards, the best and fairest, the other day? And Auntie's gone, oh, you are kidding me. And she said, no, 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 my son, I'm going to give him a shout out, Cade Norman, said Cade got a vote in the count and he was so excited. Did and we pronounce his surname we, correctly? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we got that right. So, young Cade, he played in the under-14s for Scottsdale. Uh, he's a bottom-age player. He got a vote on the on the weekend just gone. He won a premiership with the team in the Div 2. So, anyway, a little shout-out shout to him. I don't know if... A shit-out. No, shout-out, I said. I said it quick. I don't know if he listens to the podcast, but they he saw... He does the, now. He does now. They saw the awards. So, anyway, so I'm just wondering. I mean, we're starting no, to get recognised. We'll, we'll look into okay, it. Good. Um, I had my best salad roll of the year on Saturday at ah, Newtown. Did you? Made by... It was a Lions Club. I think it was the Riverside Lions Club. I could be wrong there. Yep. Um, absolute quality. Yeah, okay. Volume. Ch- chicken, ham. Price. Uh, we went the ham one. I very rarely go a chicken option. Really? See, I'm yeah. the opposite. I never no, go ham because it's just, just a, it's the plastic. I don't trust the chicken. Really? Yeah. I don't trust the ham. Yeah, well. Processed. It was a- was it? You're wrong, but- <laughs> That's what I thought uh, I was wrong. No, right. it was, was genuine say. everything. As in like- it Shaved, like beautifully proper, shaved. Yeah. yeah. Really? <laughs> no. Rubbish. No, it was the best best one I had. Egg, tomato, beetroot. Well, they were on lettuce. They were on cheese, ham, beautiful mayo. It was Did good. Did you say beetroot? Yes. Yep. Yeah. But not didn't not have pineapple. Beetroot, but not um, you know, the the colour hadn't gone through everything else. No. So that was one of the things that got me. It's normally you get and yeah. it was on one of those rolls that would normally soak it up. Yeah, no. No, it okay. hadn't gone through. Really put super on the, fresh. On the moist maker. You. I don't know that whoever's making those needs a bit of credit. Well, they also deserve credit because the boys uh, both had a serving of chips and gravy, and they were delicious as well. Yeah, yeah. 
Actually, no, no gravy this time. The boys just went chips. Just went chips. Just went chips. But anyway, so well done to the the uh, canteen. Another wing wing canteen. Mm, wing canteen. Oh yeah! Oh, great decision that one. Now listen, at way out in the wing, we want to build a community, a community of local footy devotees. But we can't do that alone. At the moment, you, the listener, are simply an audience. But the cool thing about what we want to do at Way Out in the Wing is to be that thriving community, a footy voice piece that brings all of you like-minded and hugely passionate individuals together. And that's pretty powerful in a largely regional volunteer space that is local Tassie footy. So we want to bring you together. Let us know what's happening at your club, in your league or region, so that we can let Australia know about it. Send us a picture of your teammates' rude training attire. The shot of goal that they mucked up on the weekend. Let us know what your canteen excels at. Hashtag canteen watch. Or what events, fundraisers or reunions you've got on. Hit us up on the socials. At WayOutWing on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Or flick us an email. WayOutInTheWing at gmail.com So we can let everyone know just what's happening at grassroots level. Ah, as we see what flags on your radar this week, Wormy. Well, um, did you see this come through? The 2022 Toyota AFL Premiership Cup Tour. No Tasmania. You, you reckon they'd send it down here to Tassie? No. Nothing down there to Tasmania. They, they're just not listening. Well, where are we at? Well, we're in September. What is going on? Where's the vote? Well, we both missed our dates in which we suggested. No, I said 29th of September, didn't I? You, you didn't ask which month. I just said the 29th. No, we did say did we? August. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Trying to get out of the technicality. Uh, how, do you, how do we feel about it? Oh, I think it's built again, yeah, hasn't it? It has. Yeah, it goes in waves. It's like it's the no stock market. It's no news good news. It's like the stock market. You is know, that up and down, but eventually it'll be up. That's the way it's going. Is no news good news? Why has why has AFL House, why has Gil sat on it for so long on, on feeding out the information? Because I just think they want to get it so watertight. Gil wants to. Yep. He wants to get all this the support wants to be so that everyone comes out yep. and goes, yep, we're and right. they, Yep, that's exactly right. So, I, I, so th- because I think we're not hearing presidents coming out saying, look, really love well, we, the concept. Well, who have but- we heard from? Two. Which two? Kennett and Our Knob Jockey the down there in the, in the pit. pit. So, you know, even um, even Brownie from Collingwood's slowed down a little bit on the negative news there. So, I think it will go ahead. I'm very, very confident now that it will be going ahead. I have a feeling it will be provisional on... A stadium, so what that entails, who knows? But I think Gill's legacy will I think be. The we've got this. Of it was probably always going to be leveraged that way with yeah. regards to the stadium. It just the provisional license didn't need to be underpinned by that, but the practicalities of of having an AFL side uh, needs to be. I saw, I heard the ratio of we'd spoken previously about five games up here, six games down south. With regards to the Did split, we? yeah. Um, I heard over the weekend or last week um, a better idea would be a seven and four, yeah. which yep. as, as a northern 
um, resident. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Um, we have a chat with uh, Winyard coach Bo Sharman uh, later in the show. Mm. Um, he was all, all for it. And he he mentioned that as a Northwest Coaster, he'd, uh, he'd be happy to travel and didn't think that it posed too much of a problem from a, from a supporter base. No, definitely not. Definitely um, not. So, yeah. So, I think it's good that we're building. Another interesting thing that I heard is loosely linked to the AFL side is what what the intermediary step is in between. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, and now whether that's TSL continuing or an idea I heard was floated that um, potentially VFL side, a southern VFL side and a northern VFL side Ooh. in the state. Where'd you hear that from? I can't say. There's a couple okay. of sources. Just- Don't mind that. Um, get which, that, which we get then, more numbers in the VFL, more numbers building well, through rather than just whole, one team. The whole thing there is is exposing potential AFL kids or, or the highest level that we possibly can um, to that exposure. So, and it's I think it's a bit rich in expecting a 18, 19 year old kid to be relocating to Hobart or driving down there once a week and stuff. Whereas I think I like the idea of a northern and southern, at least yeah, from a development that. point of view, as long as the AFL's on board and, and state the state is on board with regards to uh, it being utilised as player development. Yeah, don't mind that. So Don't mind that at all. I wonder what they'd be called. Uh, the Southern Devils and the Northern Devils. <laughs> no, we can think of something better than that, can't we? So, do you want me to edit that out? No, no, that's fine. Um, hey, great win by the NAB League boys against yes. Bendigo Pioneer 25 points, 13 goals, 16 94 to 9 goals, 15 69. So, yeah, that's a that's fantastic for the Tassie boys. They now will take on the Dandenong Stingrays at uh Port Melbourne, Port for Melbourne a spot in the final on Saturday the 10th in the prelim. So 11 o'clock if you can't watch it, it will be live streamed from the NAB League app. So get around that uh, massive performance by Lockie Cohen, 27 disposals. Um he had a phenomenal game. So yeah, well done to those continues, boys. His price continues to rise in the draft stage. Yeah, abs- absolutely. Um what else came across the, the uh, radar? Well, we got there are football results coming around everywhere. There, there are. Before we get to that quickly, uh, actually, I think we're going to well, get. You asked me, and now you. Yeah, I didn't know you were going to. I didn't know you were going to jump straight into some results. We spoke about uh, Pete. <coughs> we'll, we'll we'll do that as last drinks, actually. So, oh, so now you're alluding to something that we're going to go to later. Exactly. Uh, now, I want to talk about... Did you have any correspondence? Anything come through? <laughs> no, I didn't. No, I... We're a bit tight for time this week, so no, I've well, out I, a bit of correspondence. I found I some correspondence. Hopefully, it's in regard to my uh, running form on the weekend. No, no. This was, um, this was from a week or so ago. I only found it by luck going through um, the Facebook feed... And data that comes crew comes across from a, a young Noah says uh, Wildus quite late, but on Thursday the twenty fifth of August I witnessed. Just going to put that one on mute there because I don't think we need to go in there. I covered off on it with the individual involved, and I really don't think we need to show air. No, we need to read it. Said I, I witnessed greatness. That's what he said. Greatness. Worm kicked goal of the year. A banana from behind the goals, behind the fence. 
Worm made, oh, I said mad, but I'm sure he said made sure I sent this through. Sorry, it's oh. like Worm. And you've said, Noah, for future reference, we do not promote exploits achieved by Worm, period. He's in no need of any extra motivation, promotion, or adulation. I stand my ground on that one. <laughs> Will just, you don't even let him speak on the podcast. Exactly, exactly right. You're There's run- a mute button right there. You're running the risk of being blocked, Noah. Oh, my goodness. Repeat. We do not need it. I repeat. Anyway, I found it. Jeez, it was a good goal. I didn't think you checked those backend yeah, messages no, I, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I check it. You should have Good seen listener it. of the show, Noah. He was. But he, he was. now knows good on where you, the Noah. mark uh, stands. He was such... Pulled it out of my ring. It was... Uh, from you, behind, behind if you the were fence, any snap. good, you repeat it. There was no chance. It's all about repeatability. I sat down as if it was just standard. Once it's a fluke. Little high five. Twice it's good. Yeah. Three times it's skill. <laughs> anyway, let's get into the uh, let's get into the results from the weekend. Uh, and there were some rippers. There were some rippers. Your boys, Clarence. Yeah, well, that uh, wasn't the a ripper. TSL. That wasn't a ripper. What the game? Oh, what a poor performance. I mean, four oh. goals, eleven. To three goals, 12. That's over, not going to win you many Over games. Lauderdale at the very neutral ground of twin ovals. Yeah. Uh, so that gives them an opportunity to yep. continue through. They'll go into a prelim against uh, Kingbra. Kingbra, who got were, flogged. Oh, the pants were pulled down yep. by an absolutely dominant Launceston. Yeah. Um, 133 to 42, yeah. say, yep. which is, they're the two. Arguably the two best sides, and we got a ninety-point gap. Yeah, that's um, that's a bit of a worry. Is that good for? Is that good being the premier comp in our state? Is that not good? good? No, no, absolutely not. So because a- you listen to what we've banged about on about all year. Yeah. The, the best competitions we speak about yep. are the tight ones where you don't know what how the results are going to fall. A- that's absolutely. what made the AFL finals so good this weekend. So how do we fix it? Uh, do we need to strip? Year, do we need think- to strip Launceston of players? Do we need to say, hey, listen? You guys have got to start filtering out to... Maybe it might happen naturally. Yeah, I just don't know. But anyway. So that means that Launceston will host the grand final in two weeks' time. Which also means... Well, we haven't heard yet. (laughs) Okay. We haven't heard yet whether or not we do have a... We'll we'll leave Whether we do have a free ticket to the (laughs) big dance. Actually, we don't have a pass for the... Do we have a state league pass? Have you not given... Some of us do. (laughs) (laughs) Have you hidden that as well? Uh, so, yeah, so Launceston will host a TSL grand final at UTAS against either Kingbra or Clarence. So that, That'll be a... At least it won't be a all-northern affair. No, it um, won't. Which it has been over the last couple of years. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So, no, it's good to get some... Uh, good to have some representation from the south, Wilders. Um, uh, that, uh, that game between Kingbra and Clarence will be played at... There was a question. Uh, I haven't even seen it. Oh, come on, mate. It's actually, we're not sure yet. Actually, do you know- To be confirmed. You ask, how do we fix something with regards to Launceston being overtly dominant? Mm. Uh, crowd figures for the weekend, NTFA Grand Finals. Uh, three, three and a half thousand. Four thousand at UTAS. Yep. How many do you reckon were over at Windsor Park to watch the Premier oh, Competition? 253. 352. There you go. So not many, not many. Yeah. So why is that? Well, because you could look at it was a foregone conclusion. Yeah, potentially. So yep. it'd be interesting to see what numbers they get at the at the grand final. Actually, yeah. Which is always, I think it's 
unfortunately, it's been, it has been diminishing over the last little well, bit. Well, if you think about it. Like, or you look at it 20, 25 years ago even. Yeah. Oh, well, let's not go there. But how, how many Southerners are going to travel up two and a half hours to likely watch their team get belted uh, by? The only way they will if the reserves are in. Uh, yeah. Which I haven't looked at to see oh, what's happening there. Don't, don't you do any, like... <coughs> research I'm regard- to look after my voice it's hard enough yeah, trying what, to speak what's happening what's going on I don't know yeah I'm COVID negative though well in the in the resis or in the development league I should say I know North Hobart will play Launceston and they will take on Clarence in the grand final so Clarence are in the grand Clarence final so there you go yep. so there's some southern travellers coming yep. up yep and yep. if North Hobart come through then there'll be a few more yeah true Mm. See that? I want to work that one out myself. Absolutely. Now we're down south. Uh, SFL. Yeah. We've got a big one. A massive big dance. We've got to set up. We've got a big dance. A BD. A big dance. And on, it's on Saturday. <laughs> the home of football. Oh, right. and yeah, so. <laughs> uh, Signet. Um, easily. Easily over Huonville by yep. 10 goals. Um, put the icing on the cake with a six goal final term. To really bury the Lions, um, now sets up that mouth in grand final this Saturday versus Lindisfarne. Mm, the undefeated Lindisfarne. Well, speaking of undefeated, we did ask the question of Coach Michael Cassidy. Let's go to him. How's the prep looking for the, the big dance on Saturday? Yeah, look, it's uh, strong, which is nice. Um, obviously, uh, a bit... Uh Disappointed that the twos got knocked out on Saturday, but um, gives a, a couple of boys in that played twos on the weekend a chance to train with us and and put their name up for selection. But um, yeah, we're we're looking pretty good, which is which is nice. Now, mate, you've had obviously a, a pretty epic year to date. How conscious of you? Uh, oh, sorry, <coughs> excuse me. How conscious are you of being on the cusp of the perfect season? Yeah, look, it's uh, it it, uh, it obviously uh, plays a little bit in the back of your mind that um, you, you want to go through undefeated, and um, it's it's a it's a really big effort and 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 hard to do. So, um, look, we um, we have no doubt that people will be saying, well, we we've got the pressure on us, but oh, I I think it's uh, I think it's the other way around. So I think. Um, Obviously, Signet are, are looking, aiming to go back to back. So, um, and that's that's a pretty hard task in itself as well. So, no uh, doubt, as no doubt, as coach, at both of us is good. No doubt, as coach, it's something you reflect on post grand final, obviously, rather than pre grand final. That undefeated uh, status. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, it won't um, it won't be brought up in any of our pre uh, pre game uh, stuff. That's for sure. So we'll just um, we'll just. Go about it like we have the last um, the last sort of seventeen eight rounds and um, and yeah hopefully uh, hopefully get another win and and finish the year off strong. Now, Cass, you mentioned you got a full list to choose from. Uh, I'll, um, unfortunately, Jack Leeson isn't there to be able to choose from. But I, I you know after the the suspension was handed down, you had a couple of low weeks, but. How's the club galvanised after that uh, in the latter part of this season? Yeah, look, it was obviously it was obviously a tough couple of weeks. Um, losing a, losing a leader like Pip uh, is pretty hard for the footy club, and, and obviously the blokes around him as well. So we sort of tried to, just to stick together and um, and try and uh, try and find some way to obviously you have to replace him. So it's it's getting those midfielders to step up another five ten percent to cover what. What you're going to lose by losing Pip, and um, yeah, look, I don't think you could ever replace him, mate. He, he 
just the way he goes about his footy is is um, a testament to himself, and he, he he's um, yeah, he's one of the best I've played with, and um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll don't know what the future will bring, but he'll uh, he'll have a hand in in something on Saturday, and. Um, let's hope he can get us off the line, off the field. Yeah, we've Take had a lot. Field, yeah, we've had a lot of discussions about it this year as to you know it was actually probably one one of our most popular things we discussed was you know should there be some sort of you know how, how should it work and is sixteen weeks too much too little? It's uh, it and um, got a lot of conversation going out there. But what what's his? Obviously, he's not you know he's not banned from helping out around the club. What's his role on? What's his role going to be on Saturday? And what's he been able to do to those younger players on the team? During the latter part, yeah. Look, he's um he's obviously my my assistant coach, so he looks after the mids. So he'll do the same on Saturday. He's just not allowed on the ground at quarter time and three quarter time. So um, he'll sit up in the coach's box um, for us and and uh, keep an eye on things from up there and, and give us any feedback to the bench that needs to needs to be given. Um, so there we still still ways that he he's involved. Um, obviously, we'd love to have him out on the ground, but uh, you can't do that. Mate, you. What challenges have sort of been presented to you in only playing one game in the past three weeks? Sort of, how's training form been? Uh, you had intra club matches and stuff. It's it's one of those things as a coach in the lead up to finals. You either play a lot of games going in, or you have the weeks off. How's it suited you guys? Yeah, look, we've it's it's obviously been um, pretty heavy decks um, for for probably the second half of the year. So we sort of um, we sort of wanted to freshen up a fair bit. Um, we, we trained last Tuesday, Thursday, just a lot of skill, uh, high-intensity sort of stuff. It was short and sharp just to just to try and freshen the legs up and stay off them as much as possible. But um, And we'll do the same this week. It'll be all, all skill-based and, and just trying to um, trying to um, touch up a few a few minor details that we, we need to work on. And, um, look, you don't want to change too much heading into um, – you try and, try and class it just as another game. But, obviously, we all know it's not. But – you, you sort of want to keep it that way, as in the way you train, and, and try not to change it too much. You've it, is it fair to say that you've been a relatively fast starting side across the year? You've had some fantastic first quarters and stuff. Um, is that obviously the plan coming into Saturday to stay that way? Yeah, yeah. Look, we you always want to you always want to get a good start. Um, the first quarter is going to be pretty vital. The first five minutes is going to be pretty vital. So I think um, watching Hewenville uh, sing that down there Saturday. Um, Signet started pretty strong and, and um, their contested footy was really good and their tackle pressure. So we really need to make sure that we, we up the ante on that and, and go back at them and, and really uh, really set the scene in the first five minutes and hopefully get off to a good start. We we know our um, our fitness base and, and the way we finish games is pretty strong, um, apart from Huonville two weeks ago. But uh, <laughs> just the way... We, um, but for major- majority of the year, our, our game, our four quarter game or third and fourth quarter have been really strong, and we've we've run out games really well. So, um, look, we know if, if Signet do happen to get the jump on us, whether hopefully we're in uh, touching distance, and hopefully we can come home with it. Do you see it as an all guns blazing shootout, or probably more than likely a, a dogged, more contested affair on a on a smaller ground? Oh, uh, look, it'll be probably. I reckon it'll be. Um, It'll be a bit of both, to be honest with you. I reckon it'll be pretty contested early, and and um, I reckon it'll open up at some stage through the day. Um, both both teams, I think us and them, like to play an attacking style. I know Thor's got them playing a pretty attacking brand off the half back line, so um, we'll um, and we try to do the same thing. So 
it'll be uh, it'll be a pretty good contest, I reckon. Michael, when was the? Do you know when the last flag was for Lindisfarne? Nineteen. Two thousand and nineteen. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. So it's not hasn't been hasn't been too bad of too bad of a uh, a drought. Um, obviously, with uh, Signet, um, you know, only last year. The two games you've had have been really close, just 11 points uh, in round 13 and 16 in round 14. Where's Who's going to be the difference? Who's going to, you know, where's it going to be won on the weekend? Yeah, look, I think uh, um, I think in the defence, to be honest with you. So, I mean, obviously, um, I think both teams have got a really good uh, front half. And um, I think our back six, back six, back seven are, have done a fantastic job all year. So we'll need them to... To hold their forwards in good stead and and, um, and shut them down, so and hopefully get the ball up the other end, and we can get on the end of a few. So I think our defence is really really uh, where it'll where it'll win the game on Saturday. I think they've um, they've got a couple of key ins in both Duggan, so they'll um, they'll hold it. They're a really good um, a really good couple of defensive players. So um, I look forward to the contest. But yeah, I think if our if our back six back seven can can shut their big forwards down. I think it, it goes a long way to us winning the game. Uh, Cassie said before, obviously the twos lost the prelim on the Saturday, but the Colts are in the grand final against Brighton earlier in the day. Are you expecting a, a relatively vocal group of resis to descend upon North Hobart to provide some support? I reckon so, yes. Yeah, I reckon so. So I think our 19s, uh, our 19s boys should hopefully get the win and then uh, Shane Cranfield and Doc have done a great job with them, so we'll get there nice and early and, and support them. And then, um, yeah, I reckon the 19s will just go up and uh, and mingle in nicely with the with the twos <laughs> boys and and, uh, and fire a few back. So yeah, it should be a good crowd. Have you given any thought to a Mad Monday uh, costume at all, mate? <laughs> no, nah, I'm too old to go Monday now. I just sat there uh, Sunday just, and uh, just the I'm weekend. Tucked, I'm, t- I'm tucked up in bed. No, but, uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, I haven't yet. I uh, I probably should get onto it, so I might have a look at that tomorrow it, and see if I can uh, see if I can find something quick, smart. Is there a general running theme, or are you just going free for all? As, nah, as comes just your go free for all. I think what free we- for all. So whatever, whatever you want to come out, whatever, whatever stupid looking thing you can find <laughs> in the wardrobe, or wouldn't be, or, or, uh, or one of the kids dressed up costumes. <laughs> I don't know. So, what, what about uh, you? Wouldn't be coming as uh, Thor from the Avengers or wherever? Nah. Would it? No, <laughs> no. Uh, well, that uh, that could be very interesting. Yeah. But no, I don't, think I'll, uh, I don't think I'll poke the bear. No, how, how are you going to stop him on the weekend? Yeah, look, he's obviously a class player, and um, he, he's very vital for them in in the way he leads them. So um, we've we've managed to find a couple of good matchups for him the last couple of times we played him, and we'll um, we'll hopefully go in with the same ones. But um, yeah, look, it's it's a big thing. You have to sort of shut that shut him down. He's probably obviously their most dangerous mid mid size forward when he goes down there and um, and then tries to give him a lift when he goes in the middle if they if they're getting beaten. So um, we'll we'll have a run with with him at some stage, but we'll just go head to head straight up. I think. Yeah, good on you. Well, look, it's worked for you this during the year, Cash. You haven't um, yeah haven't lost a game. So hopefully for you guys and the Eastern Shore that continues on, mate. All the best from us uh, here at Way Out in the Wing. Uh, to those listening, yeah, get around the SFL Grand Final. Should be an absolute belter. Two thirty this Saturday, North Hobart. North Hobart, the um, we say the, the, home the equal home, the home of footy, footy with the gravel. So, uh, yeah, all the best, yeah. mate. Uh, good luck and yeah, good luck for the weekend as well. Appreciate it. Cheers, Jen. Well, some phenomenal insight there from Cass.
Some interesting questioning from yeah, you. Yeah, I was going to ask. <laughs> I was going to ask him. I forgot. Oh no, we did ask him about uh, whether he'd come dressed as Thor. I should have asked Thor whether he he's ever come dressed as Thor. But speaking of Thor, we better give him a right of reply. Thoughts? Yep. Let's well, go. Let's get to him. How are things down the valley? Um, really good. Um, obviously a really good uh, win over. Um, Huonville on Saturday was uh, a massive confidence booster for us. Obviously, um, losing to them in the first final was a massive wake-up call. And yeah, was, that was that was obviously confidence. unexpected and a bit of an eye opener. Oh, I mean, I mean, I go into games knowing that you know there's an opportunity to lose, but there's obviously an opportunity to win. But um, yeah, it was just one of those things where we just didn't um, rock up with the right. Mind frame and uh, yeah, we got touched up nicely. Um, you're back into obviously the GF to defend last year's title. Um, yeah. How is there is there a different feeling around the club this year compared to last year? I mean, um, last year we were doing it for Wio. Um, I mean, to to have that happen during the season was a massive. Um, I mean, it was inspiring and it was a massive motivator for us last year and. Um, yeah, we basically had that sort of um, behind our, uh, in our minds, in the back of our minds, um, just trying to push us through to to the finals and and win the win the um, the granny. So, I mean, this year it's you know it's the same same uh, same sort of deal. We always have we go with us, and obviously I messaged him on Sunday, letting him know that he's uh, he's got a another or he's got a um, a grand final to attend. Um, on Saturday, and he'll be there, which will be really good. But um, yeah, we just want we want to prove a point and see if we can get that back-to-back title. Absolutely, Thor. It's uh, worm him mate. I don't know if the phone cut out before uh, when Wildus was introducing me, but anyway, it doesn't matter, mate. Um, you've had a fantastic oh, season, and obviously you're coming up against uh, Lindisfarne, who this year have been an absolute powerhouse, going through the season undefeated. Where's the game going to be won on the weekend? Do you think? I mean, yeah, obviously, um, as you said, Lindisfarne have had an absolute season, um, undefeated. Um, so there's no question that they've got the cattle to, uh, to definitely get the job done. I mean, I re- realistically, um, I can't really give much away, but um, I think... Oh, yeah, you can. Uh, you can. Come on. We won't tell anyone. It's, it's Monday <laughs> night. A lot, a lot can change between now and Saturday. Make, make something yeah, up. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, throw but, some uh, curveballs in. <laughs> um, I really think that the game's won in the middle, um, yeah. to be honest. Um, you know, it's a, it's a cliche saying, but, you know, it, uh, the game is one in the middle. And I, I think, uh, you know, both of our, both of our teams, um, Linus Financing, it will go in quite confident and uh, wanting to get the job done. And, and, and I mean, we talk about Lindisfarne's undefeated season, but, you know, if we're being frank, um, they only beat you by, you know, 16 points in round four, 11 points in round 13. So it's not like they've been blow-away games, which they have done to, to other teams. So you definitely match them on the park and, you know, you both sides are littered with uh, with quality. But obviously yourself and, um, and um, you know, you've, you've got your team's just full of stars. So, yeah. Yeah, and that's the best thing, though, like... Um with the Signet Football Club, obviously having the seniors in the granny as well, but obviously having the the reserves this year in the in the grand final as well is um, a great achievement for they've, the footy club. And they've had a really impressive final series, the twos. Yeah, they certainly have. They've had an absolute stellar um, final series and really just buying into what they want to achieve. And 
Um, yeah, obviously having success last year um, in the seniors is a real sort of motivator for some of the young guys coming up in the Colts as well. I mean, they went uh, back-to-back grannies and um, there's some there's some kids filtering through uh, the reserves and the seniors. I think I've got – I think I've debuted oh, – I'm not debuted, but I think I've gone through about seven of those players in the Colts um, granny last year. And I think I've got two or three that are um, like full senior footballers at the moment will get a chance to play on uh, Saturday. Sounds like the longevity of the club's in good hands with those younger players coming through then. Oh, mate, yeah, no, it's it's fantastic to see. I mean, obviously you have um, a, fair, a couple go up to TSL and prove themselves, which is one of the things that I'm more than happy to, um, to push for. Um, I've been there. I've done that sort of stuff. So I'm... I'm more than happy for for guys to go to that next level and um, test themselves, and you know they can get some experience and come back to SFL football and back to Signet, and uh, yeah, hopefully um, bring some bring some of that knowledge back and filter it through to the kids, and that's what uh yeah is beautiful about our game, <laughs> um, mate. We saw some ripper photos coming out of the Signet ground uh, later in the year. That some of the conditions down there with the mud. Uh, oh, the mate, the, <laughs> the lush green paddock of North Hobart is that deck going to worry you at all? Uh, to be honest, I'm actually very pleased that we actually get to play on a, a really nice deck. I mean, the last couple last couple months have been absolutely horrid down in the Huon. Actually, does it, Tasmania, does it change the way that you coach the side in those conditions? Then, um, not exactly. No, I mean. I mean, we, we've got a game plan. We've been sticking with that old year. Um, I know it works, and uh, we know we can beat teams with it, but just getting on a better deck will just make it um, a lot more um, competitive in that sort of way. Both teams, I mean, you see it in the AFL, like I think the final series, I think last weekend was an absolute it was a cracker. Um, I think it was Geelong, um, Collingwood. I mean, they, they play on the best decks, and it's just so close all game. And that's what we want. We don't want that sort of uh, that fucking horrible. Sorry, sorry, swearing nah, to that. It's fine, mate. We fucking swear all the time. Yeah, <laughs> good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we we, we want to get back on a good deck and and really showcase what um, what we've got to offer. For sure. Will that will that uh, in your eyes suit Signet or Linda's Farm better, or are they much of a muchness? Uh, it's much for much just at the moment, mate. Yeah, I honestly think, you know, both teams have got, as you said before, got um, they're riddled with talent. So I think, um, yeah, it's just going to be, it doesn't matter. I love playing on North Hobart. It's a, it's a coliseum of Tassie footy. Um, and, I yeah, I respect that ground a lot. And, um, yeah, I'll, I'll really, really enjoy uh, winning on that ground too. <laughs> <laughs> and Thor, uh, plan, I know obviously you you know, big plans for, for this weekend and whether it's after grand final, uh, post-celebrations. But next year, mate, are you going around again down there at Signet? Yeah, so I've, um, last year I signed a two-year contract, so I'll be going around again next year for sure. Beautiful. Mate, I'm not yeah. sure if you saw the start of the old Scholars grand final on the weekend. I didn't get a chance. I sort of I was trying to keep up with the scores a little bit um, during the game, but you know I didn't get to watch it. Well, I'm I'm, pro- I'm referring a little bit more to the uh, anthem that was sung instead of listened to by the ground announcer Peter G. How's few technical oh, difficulties? How's uh, yes, how's your singing yes. voice in case the microphone gets thrust your way? 
Well, to be honest, mate, I really hope um, G buddy scruffs hold of that microphone and does it again. I actually wouldn't mind pushing for that for 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 this weekend. I mean, I think Tubes put it up. I think he was quite impressed with it. Ah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Is there someone in the Signet team that, if in that opportunity, would take the microphone without even hesitating and sing the national oh, anthem? Absolutely. Oh, mate, Nathan Bluey Duggan, he would love that stuff. <laughs> he would, he would yeah, not even question it. Karaoke specialist? Yeah, oh, karaoke, uh, everything, everything. Saturday night, Sunday morning, everything. He, he's, Showers? He's, uh, he's, yeah, he's a showman, that's for sure. Has he got a good voice on him? Oh, no way. Ah, oh, no good, way. good, good, good. <laughs> <laughs> mate, give, nah. us, give us one name of someone that's going to light it up on Saturday that the crowd needs to watch and, and potentially be the match winner. Oh, mate, oh, I can't go past uh, my mate James Rubsy Zietzen, I think. Uh, Rubsy, where's, where's Rubsy come from, the nickname? Where's Rubsy? that come from? Or well, what do you think it really comes from? <laughs> I, just, I was pretty certain, but I just wanted to yeah. hear it from the horse's mouth. That was all. Yeah, so <laughs> it pretty much speaks for itself. So, yeah, no, nah, he's um, he's... He's a he's an absolute jet. Uh, one of the, one of the best players I've I've ever played with. Um, just a quality person. Um, yeah, just yeah, he'll light it up for sure. Excellent. Give him a, give him a sniff and he'll take he'll take it all. Yeah, we will look we'll forward look, to look forward to seeing how Rubsy Rubsy goes. That's good. Uh, Thor, mate, we thank you very much for joining us on Way Out in the Wing, mate. We wish you all the best for Saturday. Um, you got a, a challenge ahead of you, but no doubt you're in a strong position with the club and and what you've done over the last couple of years is fantastic, mate. So we wish you all the best. No, I really appreciate it, boys. Thank you very much. Another interesting set of questioning from you. <laughs> you were uh, away with wa- the fairies today. Is that how, Mike working? How, uh, how strong is this beer that you're giving well, me? Considering you're now having it after you've already made those calls. <laughs> yeah. So, sorry. So, the Colts is Lindisfarne Brighton and the Rezies is uh, Signet Dodgers. So... Thank you. Yeah, and the big the big dance of the big seniors is 2.30 kickoff at, at the home of footy down south. Hey, legends. Thanks for listening to part one. Make sure you kick over and start part two when you get the opportunity for even more interviews, grand final information, and all your footy needs on Way Out in the Wing. Let's rip. If you enjoyed this chat on Way Out in the Wing, make sure you like and subscribe to the Way Out in the Wing podcast channel so you never miss another entertaining episode, neglect an exclusive interview, or forget what games you should be seeing this footy season. Listen, like, and subscribe to the channel now.